Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Filled with awe and fright, see Jurassic right, bathed in ember light, see Jurassic right, see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, see Jurassic right, see Jurassic Park. Uh, I guess I never do intros, but I just want to do an intro. I mean, she's a songwriter, musician, leader of Speedy Ortiz and Sat 13. She's a poet and fellow Incubus stan. Oh, my Sadie, God. Sadie what? Dupuis. Dupuis. We'll is that how to, I pronounce it? It's Dupuis, yeah. Dupuis. We'll have to get into some Incubus chat later. <laughs> yeah, yes. I have a lot to say. We'll, we'll go off topic, but it'll be perfect. <laughs> and Dana Wickens is a podcast producer, Earwolf for Offbook, Urgent Care, and Factually. Oh, yeah. Yay. Yay. We got the intros out of the way. Yes. The, I feel like the other important intro is that uh, Dana and I played in a band together in high school. Yes. yes. Which I did not know. <laughs> Which is wild. I was like, how? Yes. It's, it's weird as you're an adult and you start to reconnect with people from all of your life and you're like oh I'm from this person I knew when I was in kindergarten this person I knew because I went to college with them this person I knew yeah I played in a band with well, them well the two of us went to like a weird arts camp yes and I feel like we have friends all over strange media jobs yeah just it's from like, when we were 13 like Griffin Newman went to camp with oh, us really? yes. oh really wow and L King went to camp L. with King us L King went to camp with us I yeah. mean, to, to me I will say personally <laughs> camp is one of those like 
when you know when I'm a kid and I'm sitting at home playing with my dinosaur toys and look at watching TV or whatever, and I'm seeing camp on in movies and stuff. That seems so mythical because I didn't grow up going to camp. I went to a a dinosaur like day science camp in like sixth grade. Incredible! But, what but, I want to go to that. But, but that wasn't like a real like you know. There's the lake and all you know. And the, oh, ours was not either. It was total like there was a recording studio at the camp that was like yeah, what I was sort of interested cool. in. Dana hung out in, in a drum shed all day long. I did. It's true. Um, I was just Im- comedy stuff. I yeah. was just imagining like full Parent Trap. Any any elements of the no? Trap? There were like no sports, and no one wanted to do the sports. Oh yeah, the first camp that we went to was slightly more like that, but it was all girls. I went there for two weeks and I don't think I lasted. The oh, yeah, <laughs> I did <laughs> go for longer than that. But then we like we came together fully at like Bucks Rock, which is like, I don't know, like it's that's like a liberal. A it's like an arts colony for teenagers. Yeah, that's like it's a Montessori style self-directed. You can just say, I want to like learn Pro Tools all day and that's your day. Yeah. So or cool. you can be like, I want to blow glass all day. And oh, I'm sure there were famous glass blowers. I did yeah. blow glass, but I was terrible at it. I barely did any visual arts. <laughs> I think I made like a book and like a leather bag. And then I was like, I'm just going to do like drums and radio and, um, improv. I did. That's where I learned. We like learned improv at yeah. camp. Like I was like wild because a lot of like UCB people like ended yeah, up. Yeah. We're like there early. It's just like, a weird thing to be like, I'm 12 and like learning. Like, you were, real, like Becky you were, Drysdale's the head of shop. You yeah. were setting up your, your time to be where you are now as a podcast it's, producer and all that stuff. I that do have true. a Jurassic Park connection with Bucks Rock. Oh, okay. So we have a friend who's now the director of the camp, and he always had this role that you could like tell whether the camper was like a real human on your level as an adult if they were alive during the cinematic release of Jurassic Park. So if you were born, <laughs> okay. like I, I counted as a real adult because I was born in 1988. Yeah. Yes. Um, and my one of my best friends did not count. One of my best friends now was was a camper, and I was her counselor. Uh, she did not count as a real adult. She was we just, just a year too young. We're all around the same age, so but it was like the perfect age for that movie. I feel like oh, or yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wait, so did you? So you both saw it in theaters. Wait, what were your? If you both want to tell your your stories, if you remember seeing the theaters or just yeah, the I, first time you remember. I do remember, and I remember. I must have been five years old, right? Is it ninety three? Yeah, 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 ninety three. I have like weird memories from when I was five, and I don't remember like anything after that <laughs> up until age thirty one. But I um, so you were Jesus basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, just, I lost twenty five years in the middle. Um, I had a best friend growing up who um, he passed away a few years ago. So we're, you know I can't call him up and talk about seeing Jurassic Park together. But we would just go see all kinds of movies together. And he was my age, but he was like a bad boy when we Uh-oh. even when we were like five years old. Like we would he we would you know dig a big mud pit in the yard and i would be being buried in it and our moms are like what the like the hell are you guys doing and this was my five-year-old friend <laughs> influencing me so i remember seeing jurassic park with him i remember seeing like um like a jason movie around the same time we're five years old oh, and i remember like being really really scared of Jurassic Park more so than the like adult oh, horror really? movies that we went to see. I mean, an- giant animals are scary. And yes, smart animals didn't like are Jumanji scary. either. Like similar deal. <laughs> oh, totally. But uh, that was I think that was like ninety two or ninety four. Around the same so. must yeah, be around yeah. the same time. Well, that, I feel like that was when all the scary animal movies. Like there are them, like a creature feature revival. Anaconda? Yeah, Anaconda. I have to be scared Anaconda. of giant bugs now. I'm five years old. Cool. Thank you. So that's my memory of seeing Jurassic Park, and certainly like playing with the toys. 
I mean, at least with Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs were all gone. So there's a little bit of relief afterwards. Not, no relief. They could have come <laughs> yeah. back at any time. You lived in perpetual fear. The whole point fear. of the movie is this could happen. Yeah, that's true. You know, and this is also a time when we're all like anxious about cloning. It's less of a, oh, you yeah. know, Dolly mm. is like just becoming a thing, right? We, uh, yeah, I think so. Around 93? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. It could have happened. <laughs> it did, as far as I was concerned. Did you think you were going to be cloned or were you just worried about cloned animals? God, I guess I mean like past life regression, like child therapy. Right? <laughs> We're Did working I think I would be cloned I don't, yeah. as a five year old? I can only, you know, I, that would have been nice. I would have liked a little, uh, little clone buddy. Because Austin Powers came later and wasn't That's true. Wasn't Seth Green's character a clone or he was a test tube? Really? Yeah. Aww. I remember. Let's do for it. a revival. Scotty. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, when, what was your Jurassic Park? Okay, origin? so I. Surely, I don't remember seeing it in the theaters. That is one thing. I don't remember seeing it in the theaters. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw it when I had chicken pox <laughs> when it was out. Like, I remember seeing it on TV, but not like on TV. Like, it must have been rented, which feels weird to me because it feels like it's like archaic to be like, the movie came out and it was on VHS. But I mean, that that is how movies were. But maybe your parents had rented it for you. I think when you were homesick. Yes. You went pox. to that new Milford blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely went to for sure. <laughs> As I remember, um, this actually must have been in like the summertime or so, or maybe not. I, I just remember being home with chicken pox and like laying on my parents bed and watching Jurassic Park and then like okay the the scene though that I mean well, the whole movie I love I'm like obsessed with like I mean I love scary movies I love creatures I loved like p- pushing the boundaries when I was like younger I feel like my parents showed <laughs> me like a lot of horror movies at like a young age which I like loved which is and I'm like still like a horror That's junkie why we're now both ruined yeah <laughs> but I feel like there was so much about the movie that like resonated and I felt like I was like in it in a way like I was like this is happening but I this there's like a the scene I keep saying like Newman it's not Newman but we're just gonna <laughs> Wait, are you, sure. is your favorite scene my favorite scene when Newman with the with like the canister the like the ready whip container yeah 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 like that that with like with like the embryos in it or whatever it was <sighs> that they just sell like, a replica of that name. I want really? oh wait I say ready whip it's not it's shaving cream yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar- yes. um, Barbasol I knew yes. what you meant yeah but I was like in my mind I was like shaving or whipped cream no shaving cream but I just like l- that scene is just like Im- just like fully like locked into my brain and I remember just like watching and loving loving it. I really like the idea of it being like in a cool whip thing. And yes. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he just dumps the embryos in there. Oh my and god! Yes. To cloning. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just. I mean, I still think that like the effects in the '90s around that time, and I'm I'm looping in my favorite movie of all time, Twister. <laughs> Which I, mean, I also 96. <laughs> confuse these movies in my mind. I mean, they're, Michael Crichton wrote the script for Twister, yeah. so yeah. it makes sense. It feels right. But it's uh, um, Helen Hunt. Who is it in Twister? Yeah, Helen Hunt and And she just Bill has Paxton. Like 100% Laura yeah. Dern energy to me. Yeah, yes. it, was, it was Helen Hunt, uh, Laura Linney, oh. Laura Dern. Yes. Yeah, I recently rewatched Twister too. I I think it slaps. Oh, yeah. Say. I think yeah, that yeah. scene twist. I mean, not well, you're even, like into storm chasey. Oh, I love storm. Oh my god! If I could be, if I could do anything other than my job now, I would be a storm chaser. And this has been true Shit. of you since since you were a teenager. Oh yeah, even like young. I was like obsessed with like severe weather, severe <laughs> meteorology. But I do I do think that like the Jurassic Park 
like effects and the dinosaurs and everything about it feel so real to me. And then, I mean, I'm, I'm living in again, like Twister. Cause I was like, to me that has like the best v- visuals of like, Twisters oh, and tornado. tornadoes. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like now when I see like Jurassic World, even though I like like it, it's like it feels like too like CGI e video gamey to no, me. They, but yeah, it's it's weird how like that movie even I feel like beyond personal nostalgia it seems like when people are like you know oh i'm gonna watch this for the first time and that for the first time it's like jurassic park like people still like the effects yeah that better because yeah. it's puppeteering it's, it's practical like, effects it's like real things <laughs> yeah I, you just it's uh, you can't you can't go wrong with it i love it my favorite i've got it my favorite scene is wayne knight of course and it's like you know the famous oh, scene of the dilophosaurus yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you say it dilophosaurus, dilophosaurus. Yeah, yeah. i've yeah, struggled with this favorite <laughs> dinosaur my whole life uh what a cool death scene oh it's so good that's amazing that scene and it's like completely not what that dinosaur does. No. It does not have its little, you know, lion's mane. Creative, like creative license. Like hissing, <laughs> hissing and spitting poison that blinds you. I Amazing. love the like black oil. It's like, it's got some like black oil. Yeah. Like alien energy. It's made of like. like Ferngully. Like, it's like KY Perry. jelly or something. Oh. You know I what? Think, I actually don't know. That, I don't think I've ever read what that actually is. I think is. that's what it is. It's oh, like really? KY jelly oh, that's died or something. Wait, really? Yeah. I had, um. <laughs> I, so Ew, I, you mentioned the person like. Ew. I have. I have this like um, amazing. I have this guitar that is a. It's like a jazz master '93, like made in Japan. Like you know, certain like era of '90s indie rock. That's like the guitar. Ooh. And I, um, it was stolen once. All my gear was stolen out of my what? my van once. No. I mean, it's so common. Um, this guitar is the only thing I got back because I. You know, had the serial numbers written down and called every music shop and Whoa. Um, Main Dragon New York. Shout out to you guys. Whoa, they got it back for me. So when I got it, I, I actually had replaced it with another Jazzmaster that just like wasn't as good. It's the same year, same <laughs> everything. It's just you know the wood is slightly different. It's not as good. So I got this beloved guitar back, and it sort of became my like number one touring guitar. And Speedy was playing in. Leads at the Brudenell Social Club, this like really great indie rock club, and someone gave me a Jurassic Park trading card of the Dilophosaurus. Really? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> so I like it's like on my guitar still. I was That's like, amazing. I got a different. I never want to put a sticker on like you know this great yeah, guitar, yeah. but I just taped like this trading card <laughs> trading to card? the guitar, <sighs> and it's still on there. And uh, people sometimes are like, oh, you never play like your Jurassic Park guitar anymore. They call you Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, guitar. because it's got the. If I if I were to Google like my name and Jazzmaster. You could see this trading card. Oh I love gosh, that's this. That's so cool. Yeah. It gives you extra. But it's powers. like, how did he know that was my favorite dinosaur? And like, did you like death scene? Did you like dinosaurs as a kid before Jurassic Park, or was it kind of? Just... I don't know if my memory. St- I, I told you only age five. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Age, so five, age five only. <laughs> um, I'm certain I did. I, I grew up in New York City, so I went to the Museum of Natural History and. Ooh. Um, I just yeah. went there for the first time. You did last year. Yeah, oh my God. I loved it. I slept I in the museum. That's like the um, <laughs> mixed of files of was that Basil Frankwell? Isn't there like a children's book that that's? The I'm plot sure of? this is night uh, at the museum. It's not <laughs> night at the museum. Maybe it's night at the museum. Um, I remember as a Girl Scout, we slept in the Natural History Museum, so and I was cool. like, I mean, I I was loved dinosaurs as a kid. I was again, a Girl like, Scout in years. New York City, and I did not get to do yeah. this. <laughs> I'm See, shout out off. to Connecticut Girl Scout. Yeah, I mean, breaking the rules. 
favorite Girl Scouts. <laughs> um, the brownies. <laughs> but yeah. I but I remember being like, yes, I'm going to sleep in the Natural History Museum. It's going to be amazing. And then we got put in the math room. And I was so oh, bummed. What, you got to tell me like, about the math room. The math room is. had all like physics. And as like, you know, in like second grade or whatever, I was like, this sucks. I mean, I mean not hey, that it's Jeff like Goldblum math. would beg to differ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the Jeff. It's the Ian Malcolm room. Yes. You know? Yeah. It just was like um, a bunch of like, you know, like when you like drop a marble in like one of those kind of like um, kind of like spiral things. And it just, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, again, it's like the physics and like gravity. That's what it was. <laughs> and people got to sleep in like the dinosaur rooms or the planetarium. And I was uh, like, planetarium. <sighs> I just remember just being like the odds, like out of all the like the cool of rooms. I was like, brownies. all right, I guess I'm sleeping on the floor of the, the math room. But it was still cool. I mean, it's still incredible. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. <laughs> I, have, um, night, I have a tattoo that is... um. This is like a Nautilus display that's in Ooh, the National History Museum. Yes. A good prehistoric creature right? from maybe billions of years oh, ago. Yeah. Or, oh, True yeah. True billions. I mean, this guy seems Older to be alive that. and kicking. but uh, I love it. It has good <sighs> eyes. Yeah, he's like, you know. Sad the dinosaurs pretty didn't big, survive. It's a big, big enough tattoo. I yeah, think that's that, so cool. I think that there are dinosaurs still i don't i'm yeah, sounding like insane turkeys. like super super well they are turkeys yeah, yeah, yeah. and chickens talked to a turkey before like the, <laughs> the two of us went to high school you've been to my mom's house before. oh yeah she'll yeah. often have just like 20 turkeys in the yard oh my god and they are scary and wild I, turkeys wild turkeys yeah so i um i've been vegan for a really long time but when i um when i first moved up there from new york my mom lived down the road from a dairy farm so there's cows there's all these like nice farm animals i was like i can't eat you guys anymore uh. but for some reason i had this justification in my mind that like poultry was still like <laughs> fine for me to eat because they are just dinosaurs and i i'm like i gotta eat these guys so they don't evolve and yeah, yeah. jurassic park me yeah yeah well, evolve gonna, back but yeah. also but i mean in in uh, um before before you know uh, i don't know what you call i guess vegetarianism is, is is different than veganism it's not like one step removed or whatever yeah. but you know like lex being a vegetarian when i grew up was like what is that like i oh, didn't yeah. know like i feel mm. like that was the first time i ever even heard what of like the idea of not eating mine meat. was lisa the vegetarian the simpsons episode oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yes true that's a great that's a great episode they uh, did have um dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets at the natural history museum do they still have that <laughs> oh it's good uh, Those are good. not when I, I mean i didn't i think i when i was there we didn't we were, you weren't trying to eat children's meals? No, no. <laughs> Weird. I'm going back. I sound like truly like boomer or something where I'm like, they don't make movies like they used to. But it's, it is true. Like, I mean, and it, I feel bad for actors. So I feel like that it was like brutal to make some of these movies. Like, I know the, the like the physicality in or like the acting in Titanic was brutal because the water was like freezing Actually and horrible freezing, yeah. and like everyone was sick and it like sucked. But it. It makes for a better movie when it's like again like practical effects. I mean, obviously, I think people, I think actors still have to be miserable. On that is sets. that is true. I mean, yeah. like the, but I mean, there are a lot of. I heard about the shooting of Twilight. They were not too happy. <laughs> yeah. Is there a lot of special effects in the movie? I think it's that it was freezing cold. Yeah. and had to pretend okay. it wasn't. So between sets, they just have people there specifically to put coats on the extras. That was like wet hot American summer. Anytime you see like a camp movie, it's going back to camp. This is weird, unintentional. But they usually have to shoot like out of season because like yeah. the camp is closed. Yeah. So for wet uh, hot, it was like freezing, so and they were all like in tiny wearing shorts. shorts, and it's like it's supposed to be like it's summer, baby, and yeah. it's like zero degrees. I'm trying to remember when because they shot. I think they shot Jurassic Park in like October and November. Oh yeah. So same thing. But of, they like, shot it in like Hawaii. Costa Rica, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. It was, yeah. Like, so it's probably the same. 
supposed to be Costa Rica. It was really like Hawaii. 80s. They're like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Well, but there was that like the hurricane happened yeah. while they were filming, oh, which is so, so crazy. insane. Can you oh imagine? My God. It's just like you're filming a movie. Oh, this hurricane's coming. We can film for another five minutes. <laughs> I would be. I would okay. be that guy. And you know. My mom would not be texting me in 1993, but she'd be psychically sending me ESP. a lot of worry about <laughs> impending storms. I'm like, no, no, we're just going to work right up to it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Wait, so did you remember seeing any of the other movies as a kid growing up? I remember seeing two and three. Yeah. Yeah, nice. same. I like think... any movies in general? Or no, no, no. Jurassic Park? no, no, no. Lost World and Jurassic Park. <laughs> you know, I saw Toy Story. Uh, let's see. I think, um, I think I actually saw two and three again on tv i don't remember i i don't remember a theater experience of two and three i do remember a theater experience of jurassic world i'm but, pretty uh, sure i've only seen jurassic park movies in theaters and i've seen jurassic park the first yeah, uh, the as first. like a midnight movie a oh, couple times cool. too Ooh. which is really fun yeah they did I it at ifc that. a couple years ago oh, really? in, in like near where my dad was yes um, I love that. That'd be super fun. Really fun midnight movie. I saw at the last year. I saw it at the Hollywood Bowl. They had a live score. Yes. Oh, that's cool. So cool. Oh my it was god. Like, so, so how does that work? Are they playing on top of the score? Also exists. They, I guess they somehow. Do they have an edit without? Yeah, yeah. They have an edit without the music. That's cool. But it is weird because it's like it's slightly different, you know. Yeah. But it is weird. Is it, it really loud? Yeah, yeah. It so was, do they put like subtitles on? I think they played the dialogue pretty. I felt like the dialogue I, cut through. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, as a as a you know music writer, producer, musician, all that stuff. You're like, how was the mixing? On this? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> no, really, the mixing the mixing wasn't great. I guess at that, and that, yeah. if we want to talk about it, like because yeah, because the music because the music was playing just at a constant. Well, I assume orchestra, so yeah, yeah. like that's gonna be really loud. Yeah, and so, probably not mic. Is it all mic'd up? How? Yeah, yeah, or. Maybe, but that's actually a good question. But it, it was were. it was almost more like um you know like a midnight movie or like um Rocky Horror kind of thing yes. where it was like because my girlfriend even made the Jello so when we like oh, were watching fun. it we like did the oh, thing oh I love that and like when they do the thing of like uh, of like Jeff Goldblum like where they do the pan in of him shirtless it's like oh, you know, the crowd's like woo and I like <laughs> I want every I want not every movie but I want like certain movies to all become like Rocky Horror esque or like The Room or whatever. Yeah. Actually, wait, did you come with us at camp to the midnight screening of Snakes on a Plane? Unfortunately, okay, Ugh, I guess we're going to have to get into this. I'm horribly phobic of snakes, and I can't Ooh. even, like, even talking about this, I'm about to take the headphones off my head because I feel like my neck is in danger of, like, you know, this, this cable. <laughs> um, I hate snakes so much, but I did come see the midnight showing of Snakes on a Plane with all of you at camp. And was, I don't know how, because I was straight edge at that time. It's not like I had, like, a, you know, snuck in a, a beard in the movie theater. <laughs> um yeah, that I was went. like one of one of, if not the best, <laughs> <laughs> if not like the best, like m movie audience experience like ever. Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, like if I see one on my phone, I'm going to throw my phone. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. We can talk about this. <laughs> it's just like we went as a big group at camp. And because that's the thing, like, you know, as like, I think well, we must have been counselors or something. But we like went at midnight because there's like nothing to do like in our like town or whatever towns. And so we went at midnight. And it, the theater was packed, and somebody That's had brought. Right. It was packed with like all of the, all the employees of the camp. Yeah, somebody had brought plastic snakes to throw in front of the um, the projector, like That's at the beginning cool. of the movie. And so, like, there was like shadows of snakes, but it was like one of those things where 
the movie had on it was like the you know it's midnight the night that it comes out but organically throughout the movie we like created like all of these like shat like callbacks and like sh- people like shouting That's out really and cool. the whole audience like just as like an like a large organism like created like just I don't know, like well, full genu- callbacks. Genuine, because to me, that movie, I felt like at the time didn't do as well as people thought it would, because it was almost they were trying to like manufacture like that thing. Yeah, so like that's that cool genre. That at your screening, it actually was that, because I saw it, it's funny, I actually saw it, I had just gotten back from Hawaii, so I was on this. Were you shooting I, Jurassic Park? Yes, I was. <laughs> no, I did <laughs> get to go doing... to where the gate was at the time. This <gasps> oh was like back God. in like 2000, what was that, 2007 or yeah. something? Yeah. But um, I was like on the same red-eye flight from Hawaii to LAX, so when I got back, we like went to go see Snakes on a Plane like on a <gasps> Tuesday afternoon, and it was like, wait, we were just on that flight. Like, oh my God. As if it could have happened, but like I'm bummed that I didn't get to have that kind of experience because yeah. like literally there was like four people in the theater, and uh. it was just like, oh, this movie doesn't have no like, you need the full you need the full gang of people well yeah it's like some mo- things yeah some movies have like that stuff happens organically i went like, to see cats on, on yes. new year's eve yes and uh i was hoping it'd be more of of that i don't know yeah that- everyone in there was clearly just in there because they'd heard it was terrible and were like wanting to have a you know a nice group experience of watching a really stupid movie but yeah uh, i feel like like we were really grasping to (laughs) to laugh at it i mean jurassic park is a good enough movie in a sense that it you know i feel like i've seen it in theaters a few times too where it's like people take it more it's like more seriously other than just laughing like at a couple of funny lines but i'm like trying to think what other kinds of things you could do in the movie i guess you could bring jello you could like everyone could shout newman you know interaction for jurassic park yeah i think it would be like audience interaction but like for the love of it not like teasing it because it is it's like a legit yeah, great yeah. movie so it's like you'd be like I just love all these parts like because it's yeah. like you're, it's I feel like, like most people who do those kinds of things genuinely love the movies right yeah, am but I, am like, I too optimistic? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the room where you're like, this movie is so. Some people, but I think like, people who go to like Rocky Horror really love Rocky Horror. Oh that's no, that's true. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's it's weird because it's like some I don't know like some people don't like. Be seeing things that are bad because they're bad. I like love that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like I, I want to like see too. trash. Well, that's why I really want. I'm gunning for it. And I'm going to talk about it as much as possible. Um, I've seen the original Jurassic Park in theaters a bunch. They yeah, do revivals all the time. I saw it at the New Bev last year too. I want to do a 20th anniversary screening of Jurassic Park three next <gasps> year. Yeah, uh, because it'll be its 20th anniversary, and I'm Amazing. like, Please. nobody. It's a 90 minute movie. <laughs> well, uh, you know, if we need to charge admission, we'll do it for charity or something. You know, yeah. like we'll have games in front, and you I know, think that's great. You know. I mean, great. I look at. I think today is the day. Actually, do you know Aloy Lugo? No, he's no. the person who's like obsessed with Adam Sandler movies, and he watched one every day for a year, oh and God. sometimes multiple in a day. Um, <laughs> Half, he's like a music publicist, really nice person. Um, halfway through the year, he did like an interview with, I think, Vice. He's like, I'm really demoralized and having a bad time. But every year he hosts a 24-hour Sandler con oh, where they just, he rents out a movie theater and they just screen Adam Sandler movies all day long. And I'm pretty sure it's today. Oh, wow. And it's like, in some ways, like, you know, maybe it's poking fun, but it's really not. He's coming from a place of like, I genuinely love all of this. Yeah, I mean, it's... I love the Sandman. I, I think if you... <laughs> so I think you could host this and people Word would time. be... I would support you. Well, I think if you have a, a... Yeah, it is that thing where you almost have a vested interest because I think like when Jurassic World came out, like I enjoyed, enjoyed it and... But it was one of those movies where like I kind of... Because it's like I'm already invested, so I'm able to argue my way into enjoying it kind of no matter what 
you know, in a yeah. weird way. And I feel like that's when you're like a fan of something. If you if you're there for the yes. ride the whole way, you know, like, yeah, I don't like all the songs on A Crow Left of Murder, but I do. It's um, a great album. Perfect <laughs> album. I think I it's a little it. too long. I think it's a little too long. But <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's like that thing where it's like even if you don't like something, if you're like a if you if you're a huge fan of something, then it's like you kind of find a way to yes. like everything. Yeah, so I have um I have OCD. That's me bringing up the incubus so we can. I like to. We can we can keep going with it. Um, I have OCD and I have learned that one thing that my brain cannot handle is starting something and stopping it. So. Um, you know, for an album, for instance, I listen to things all the way through, which is maybe why I'm saying no skipsies on Curl Up to the Murder. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure you've been in a car with me and I've been like, don't turn that off. Yes. Like, it drives me crazy. <laughs> um, obviously, you know, that's not a problem for movies, but committing to TV shows, like I, I won't do it because I know that I'm going to watch it until the end, even if I hate it. <laughs> so if I've watched like three episodes, I, I am with it until it's done. Um, so it's a big undertaking for me. Yeah, X-Files is like, okay, I'm going to have to commit to yes. oh, no. like two or three seasons worth of trash. If there's already like love... six seasons of something and people are like, yeah, only season two is good. I'm not going to touch it because my oh, brain can't no. handle it. Um, my brain will be forced to commit. Yeah. Um, so I know what you're saying. Like, you know, there's certain things that I'm all in on and I'm going to love everything that happens because I have to because otherwise I'm just you know yeah. enduring misery yeah, yeah. <laughs> for like entertainment I mean you, you kind of you find your love in anything I mean it was nice at least and if you either of you eventually see Fallen Kingdom the last Jurassic like that was actually a movie I genuinely enjoyed and I didn't feel like I had to do hula hoops to try and like justify it for people I'm like no actually I think this is a genuinely good movie whereas like Jurassic World I'm like well I don't yeah. you know like I and it's probably not my least favorite Jurassic Park oh yeah I was gonna say I yeah, was curious power yeah. yeah I want to hear the power, power Ranking, ranking, which um, I'm sure you've done. I just want to. I'm curious. It's Jurassic Park. This as as of January 2020. Okay. Uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, which was the one that came That's out five. in 2018. Five. five. Uh, Jurassic Park three. Okay. Ooh, okay. Because uh, it's it's just so campy and. It, Alexander Payne did like a pass of the script so there's like the weird <laughs> shadow of like a black comedy there okay. I kind of love that uh, Lost World um, and then Jurassic World I think that's my okay yes. so I'm kind of I'm kind of all over the map you okay. know what I'm not mad you about know. that. That like that make now I'm I really want to see um whatchamacallit? Fallen the Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. I yeah. think I think it's like the most it it to your point of like the animatronics and you know puppets and stuff, that one has the most since the original. So oh, good. If, okay. I'm if I'm getting to sell you something, like there's scenes where people are actually like I was manhandling the dinosaurs. I don't know, but you know, like <laughs> they're getting it. they're getting <laughs> yeah. physical and like the dinosaurs like there's spit and blood and even tears. Like I'm obviously oh, into like if you want to see a dinosaur cry, like come it on. Cries. I'm so fascinated by like how they make the dinosaur sounds because I feel like I remember hearing that it's just like um the sound engineers will like get a bunch of different animal sounds and like mix them together. Whoa. Well, uh, yeah, Gary Rydstrom, he like is he the is he the, he was the, the FX? Yeah, yeah. He and I don't know that much about synthesizers but he like he was just like you know recording bits and pieces of like tigers and dolphins and stuff but then yeah. he was like actually playing it as, oh, yeah, on, yeah. On, oh, like, a, as like samples yeah yeah interesting That's so he cool. could get like a range of pitches for their but like how i guess from in my mind it's like if you have a sample like does it sound natural when it's like you're like all of a sudden pitch shifting it down or something I mean, like that? I mean, you know, do you like Charlie XCX albums? Like, yeah, yeah. 
you can you can make that voice a synth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just funny the idea of somebody like playing a bunch of like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's that's, fun. that's what I want to see in like a live do is, like, thing. MIDI guitar. I feel like that would be oh, the way to doing, like, get me hire me. Yeah, just because um like strings are more um consistent with like vocal with cor- oh. vocal chords like um. Like the reason people like love cello is because the you know frequency that a cello vibrates and across a string is the closest to like human vocal cords. Oh wow! So I feel like the strangeness of like string MIDI stuff, which sounds ridiculous. Like old, there's like a on YouTube. There's like a there's like a synth guitar where it yeah. had like a midi like or like it was attached. Are you talking about the one with buttons or does it have strings? It has strings. Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like that'd be. Ooh. That if you're listening, really cool. any sound effects people for Jurassic Park? Well, yeah, I was play like the it. MIDI guitar that connects to a Velociraptor. That would be so. Yeah, you have all the different setup, and then you would live. Yeah. The movie. I love it's like this. you know vocal cords just having this conversation. They're bending. They're stretching. You That's have what like guitar strings too. You have like all the different like <laughs> like when yeah. spits at Wayne Knight. Yeah, I want a lot of some, all the spits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So, well, speaking of do that, do they still put people in costumes in the? In, in the new movies, yeah, uh, yes, like yeah. Uh, sorry, I mean like di- like people in dinosaur costumes, yeah, 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 like, um, like real puppeteering. I assume the actors are in costumes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're new. actually actually Chris, Chris Pratt is actually just wearing like God. a like a CGI green thing, and they just He's put on those leather fully pants. Fully nude. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Digital um, fur. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> and uh, they mocap all the clothes in. I feel like you're trying to move us away from no, the no, costume. <laughs> that just but it just that just made me think that like in actually Avengers Endgame, like when they all had that like team costume, that was all Oh yeah. Because they didn't know what the design was gonna look like. So they just so, like literally They're in green screen yeah. suits. Oh my god. I yeah, that's it. like literal, like I little like it. dot. Uh, like outfits, you know what I mean? It's like that's what they mocap. They have like like these like black body suits, but, like the dog. Just make a choice. But that's, I mean, that's what I it is. That. That's what that's what all that is. Is that yeah? Everyone is. Nobody wants to make a choice because nobody wants to get blamed if they make the wrong choice. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like Steven Spielberg was like, no, we're gonna have like he like other than the T Rex at the very end of the movie when it kills the Raptors, like. That was like a halfway through filming. Let's have the Rex come back. But like every that's why it looks so good. It's like he like it was like about that limit. Whereas like nowadays yeah. it's like literally like eh, I guess we got to CGI the clothes. What it's like not like yeah. you are literally everything in the scene is not real. I mean that's yeah. why the Star Wars prequels like everything is like a oh, video game. You know. Yeah, that's I don't know that drives me kind of crazy. But it's like you can't even have that just to rely because on. The technology's there. Yes. Just because you doesn't mean you need to dress us in it. Yeah. And I'm not like discounting like the skills that it takes to like you know actually like render all of those things but it's like I don't just put on some just put clothes on yeah what would be the (laughs) musical equivalent of that of like CG like I mean the thing we were talking about right before we started taping here I I can't remember I feel like it's Whitney Houston (sighs) did my friend text me back oh yeah I heard a story about um I think it's I think it's dance with somebody Ooh, love that song maybe that um they ran the vocals through yeah it is dance with somebody they ran all the vocals through like an outboard de-esser so that all of the S sounds w- would be like limited. But um, whoever was producing it had it cranked too hard, printed it to tape and um, 
That was just like the S's were just removed from the the vocal take, and there was nothing to be done about it. So the S's on that song are overdubbed by like a man who was producing the song. (laughs) Dance with soap. Yeah, or like an assistant. Yes, I can't even do it. Like that's That's what's crazy crazy. is that like. um, (laughs) And you gotta put in the S's. So that's the the musical extension. You're right. Yeah, Um, yeah. Like fixing it in post. Like it's like you don't even have. I mean, I guess most. Like, do most people when they record albums are they doing all the effects afterwards? Like, we are like, do you do the effects afterwards? Or are you hard, like hard recording it? I tend in? to start everything in in the box, so the effects are really easy to you know change around. Um, so I'll have uh, you know the dry vocal that I can deal with. But then as we like move things over to a studio and to a board and to outboard stuff, like you you wind up printing the choices that you made. So like in some ways that's better because it's just like well. You know, we have this many tracks and we have to make a decision and whatever we finish at the end of the day, like those board settings will be done. So we make the decision. It kind of prevents you from endlessly tinkering <laughs> by putting on digital clothing. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you have the equivalent of those animatronics and those puppets and like the sick triceratops laying in the oh, field in Hawaii. Oh. Like it, it wasn't like just like crying. a it wasn't just like a lump. It wasn't a gray lump that Laura Dern was like crying yes, against, you know? God. Please like, ban like actors having to like act with like tennis balls. Yeah. I don't want to see yeah. like more actors st- like trying to like emote to like a tennis ball that's like a hundred feet taller than them <laughs> well in, in slight spoilers for Jurassic World but like the one there was only one scene where they had a real animatronic and it's the best scene in the movie so see with, with, with the dying long boy Aww. a long boy yeah oh, but like no. you know too emotional on the side of the table Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since we were talking about Whitney Houston before. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, game time. Is I, it game time? So I looked up the Billboard uh, year-end uh, Hot 100 singles of 1993. So I got to tell you, the drummer of Speedy Ortiz is like, he just finished a library science master's degree. He's, oh, that's so he's cool. He's really into archiving and specifically um, music and radio archiving. So on tour for years, he has made mixes that are like, this is the Billboard, you know, top 100 songs of this year and that's like the cd we're listening to that day so i feel like hopefully this has trained me for this game here i don't know if it's really a game i just wanted to read off mike's mixes yes if it's an actual game i have the the irony despite being like a musician is that i have like a real blind spot for remembering like 
any musician. And 93 I mean, is going to be tough because we're all like five years old. You're sick. Yeah. 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 You've it's, got an advantage. Yes. I mean, yeah, because I have the list in front of me. Well, but also, <laughs> also, um, one of the things I want to do for, because um, I'm doing more like documentary style episodes too. So, so I might take some bits and use it for that. Oh, yeah. But I want to do a whole piece on the year 1993 and like what was going on in pop culture and oh, history. Oh, I love and that. Um, well, so, my, my Made in Japan Jazz Master was manufactured. That's, uh, one, of that's one of the key things in yeah, 1993. Oh, my Jazz Master the same age as Jurassic Park. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Um, but yeah, like I, I'd be curious to know what you guys think. Even probably, I don't know if you could guess the songs, but maybe the types of artists that were like Nirvana. This is on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, Hot 100. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're in Hot Aerosmith. 100. I don't no. know. I don't know anything. <laughs> I, I I thought it was really. Janet cool. Jackson is going to be on there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What song? Uh, that's the way love goes. Okay, was we, number four. Is Selena gonna be on there somewhere? Oh, no, I, I, that weird. was surprising too. We is Boys to Men then? Yes. Yes. Oh, Boys <laughs> to Men is number twelve in the Still of the Night. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what else could be on here? Um, I bet some oh. Disney song is on here, right? No, no Disney. Really? Uh, oh, Aerosmith was crying at number yes, sixteen. Yes, I had okay, a feeling. Good, good. <laughs> Give us some hints. All right. Um, well, there's an artist that you mentioned already that we just had a small. Comment. Oh, oh, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's what song? Guess it's a. I mean, if I told you this hint, you would know what it is immediately. <laughs> well, then tell me the hint. Uh, it's a cover. I don't know. Maybe three. The Cinderella soundtrack. <laughs> what? what? Is I will always love you. Oh, the year the bodyguard came Dolly. out. I was gonna say the, it must be the bodyguard. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Oh, uh, oh, Celine Dion must be on here. <gasps> I hope so. No, shit. What? Really? See, that's what because I used to do uh, um, a pop music podcast, and in doing like all the research for every episode, it was like in my mind what were big artists growing up. Like yeah. to me, that like there's no rock artists on here at all. It's like so oh, weird. I thought those were like you know I grew up. What about Cheryl Crow? Cheryl Crow. Is she 92 or maybe? She might be 94 or 95. I feel like, yeah, yeah. 95. Because I remember like I was like, Cheryl Crow's cool. But, but I was like conscious enough to think that. <laughs> but it's like all like R&B and, and stuff like that, which is actually really cool. Um, Ace of TLC Ace. on there? TLC. Let's see. Uh, yeah, what about your friends? Was number sixteen. Cool. Wait, is Ace of Base too early? Too late, I think. I mean, too late. Uh, no, Ace of Base. All that she wants. Really? Is yes. Yes. <laughs> oh wait, Mariah Carey. I'm just thinking of cassette tapes yes. that I had. Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey <laughs> Dream Lover. Oh great! This is a which I've actually shock. done a cover of on ukulele. I swear so. to God, like this is just proof that like my brain is stuck in like a '90s chunk of like cassette tapes and CDs, and then has not grown. And well, the only thing that's grown is like musicals and new country, and like that's it. <laughs> that's that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll just read off the rest because I think it's yeah, such an interesting list. Number one song oh, of yeah. 1993 was I Will Always Love You okay. cover by Whitney Houston. Isn't oh. that interesting that like... Yeah, it was a huge song. But it, it, to me, it's almost like because Jurassic Park is like, it's almost like a cover of like monster movies from yeah. like the 50s, but it's like higher elevated, kind of yes. like how I Will Always Love You is like this very like dr- like dramatic retelling of like the Ooh, Dolly yeah. Parton song. So it's I almost like, like this analogy. Like, I feel like the number one movie of 1993 and then the number one song are kind of like similar. In a way. And, and everything like, on Netflix in 2020 yeah. is a remake of something from 1993. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh. Um, the number two song is Whoop, There It Is. Okay. By Tag Team. Thank God, honestly. <laughs> and then another cover UB40s can't help falling in love. Okay. Oh. Was number three. 
nice. think that's so interesting. Like covers are like yes. the top songs of the year. I wonder how many jock jams are on here. We already have oh, one. Of, I feel like there's a lot of jock jams. I uh, love jock. Ghost Town DJs. Ooh, my uh, boo. My boo. Yes, I think it's on here yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I thought I saw it <laughs> somewhere. I just want so many it's, jock jams. It's uh, well, I mean, then the number four is That's the Way Love Goes by Janet Jackson. Yes. Freak Me by Silk is number five. Week oh, where's e- Seal? Is Seal on here somewhere? <gasps> Seal. Uh, I think Kissed by a Rose was like that a little later. Yes. Yeah. Also, music that I listened to in my parents' shower because they had a shower radio. <laughs> amazing. Hell yeah. I listen to podcasts in the shower, so I'm... That I'm oh, amazing. yeah. No, I love... What about love the it. alternate universe where, like, Tim Burton almost did Jurassic Park? I oh can't even imagine God. what that would have been like. Amazing. I think it'd be great. I well, wish that that would be It'd be cool. a totally different thing. I think it would be... I'm, like, trying to... It would be much more like... Um, you wouldn't do it earnest. Like Mars Attacks, kind yes, of. Yes, yes. That's exactly what I'm picturing, actually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Which is... I love Mars Attacks. Yeah, yeah. No, I I want to see that movie again. I haven't seen it in such a it's long time. A it's been a It kind of scared me though when it was like the head sewn Exploding on. Ew, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the like the finger being bitten off, like that kind of freaked me out. That Mars attacks is scary. Up. Yeah. Uh, it's like deceivingly scary yeah. in parts, but it's like can't be like I was like, "Oh, can't be been." You're like, oh, "Okay, there's like some <laughs> real shit." <laughs> oh, I was going to tell you earlier about chickens, and this is really tying it into like a lot of things. When I was at camp, we had guinea hens that were just like wild guinea hens yeah. that usually like exist. Hens? They're like it's like very bulbous looking, like w- almost like turkeys. They're just weird little chicken. Yeah, they're like really round, truly bulbous. <laughs> the smallest heads, like their heads are really, 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 really small. And uh-huh. I was walking down um, like the dirt road at camp, like literally like by myself. It was like in like the afternoon or something. And I saw the guinea heads like ahead of me. And I was like, oh, cute, the guinea hens. And then one started like sprinting. Actually, two of them started sprinting like at my at me. And I was like, this isn't happening. Like they're not really like running at me. And they sprinted, sprinted, sprinted and then flew. I mean, off the ground, pretty much like barely like like, you know, a couple of feet. But I literally hit the deck like I oh, actually no. like went flat on my stomach because they were like fully attacking me. I remember having to be like, I got attacked by guinea hens at camp. So this is all tying back to like you some prehistoric instincts. I always yeah. think like, you know, <laughs> you got attacked by dinosaurs. Jurassic Park yeah. movies. I'm like, what's the logic of this dinosaur breaking free and going on a rampage? Like animals mostly want to go along to get along. I, I don't it's not a, when it's a big animal movie and the whole pod is like animals yeah, yeah. on a rampage. I'm like, they don't want to do that. Like no, the no. guinea hens they did. Chill. But when you say this, I'm like, these are dinosaurs and maybe, it, you know, it makes sense that they would go to San Diego. I was yeah, like they, not they, threatening anything. I was just walking. Well, they've been <laughs> it was cooped horrifying. up. You know? They've been they've been cooped up and they're now like they've grown vengeful against like I feel like if you let animals out of yeah. SeaWorld, they would just start like Oh yeah. The do penguins would start like well, they'd be scared. Yeah, I mean, Depends. to me, the most accurate de- depiction I thought of like animals at a place like SeaWorld was Happy Feet, where it's like they become like these weird zombies because mm. they've just been like, you know, they, they don't know their own reality because they're just in this like weird, like, like fake, almost like they're, it's like the animal matrix, you know? Oh, yeah. Like they're just like trapped in this little four by five thing and it's like, no. it's simulating reality, but it's not actually. Humans are always the monsters in the end. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Monster, the, the man was the real the monster. monsters are us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and I once went to a county fair. And I was trying to buy a chicken. Oh, I remember, remember that. This? Oh my god, I, I wanted to buy the chicken like, so bad. <laughs> I had some ex-boyfriend. This is like high school. We played drums in a horrible band. A I wanted to buy a chicken. I didn't have any cash. And I would have. I'm certain we didn't have credit. This is you know, 
2005. We did not have credit cards. There's no Venmo. There's no Venmo. It's also a county fair. <laughs> and the chicken was like $5. And I was I like, remember this. We have to find someone to give us $5 so we can buy this weird chicken. looking. And it's one of those chickens that has the weird, like, um, it like just looks like this midge. weird beanie baby with like, huge <laughs> eyes, weird tufts oh, on its whoa. head. And we never got that. We never did get that chicken. I want a chicken <laughs> now. <laughs> I've been, tr- I truly. Would you, would you I guess, I do they chicken. do anything besides, because you wouldn't be raising them for like eggs or anything. You'd be just having. This uh, was just 2005. Pet. I just wanted to hang out with a chicken. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would like to have well, eggs. Companionship. I am. Okay. I am. Uh, yeah. Carnivorous. <laughs> but I do. I would love to. I mean, like, that would be great. Like, if it naturally was like, I'm plopping out this egg, I'd be like, thank well, you well, for that. But egg. why is it that, that like ducks, ducks are not dinosaurs to me? Mm. No, they because they don't chickens on the other hand, their beak is like it's the beak and it's the paws, yeah. Whereas, like, but like a hawk is not a dinosaur to me, yeah. I don't know why. Why do some birds seem more dinosaurs? They're on land if they're if they're not if they're not flying, but I also, (laughs) uh, yeah, like an ostrich isn't really a dinosaur to me though, either. It's a little bit of dinosaur, a little little bit, but it's like, well, I think every bird has dinosaur qualities because it's like. Even though the hawks, like maybe don't what, a blue jay is a dinosaur. I don't think so. The tufts. I feel like there's like I think anything with like talons kind of has. Well, I will say that I will say I did um vibes. I did like um a live stream charity thing for this wildlife thing, and so I got to I got to meet Bird Steve or no Bird Tony. Bird and, Tony. And he like he just trains like birds for like movies and educational oh, purposes. Oh my god! Cool. Yes. And so I was like. Probably the same, actually even closer than we are now, this <laughs> golden eagle, which is like, yeah. I mean, like wings, like six foot wingspan. And it like looked at me and I was like, I'm the prey. And I like oh, fell yeah. into a trance of like what I imagine what happens to like field mice and rabbits and stuff where it's like, like looking in and it's like, like, oh, everything's okay now. That's how they abduct you. Yeah, yeah. UFOs. Yes. And like literally it's cl- <laughs> like its talons were so huge. And then it was horrifying. And the I don't think the producer, I was with Renee actually, because she, because <gasps> yes. we did a thing together, Renee Colvert from Canopy Your Dog. She would like, we did like a little interview thing, cats and dogs thing on that same live stream. Oh and God. she was there um, while I did this, this bird segment. <laughs> And they were like, oh, if you know, if you, you know, it's like a Twitch stream. So it's like, if you donate a hundred dollars, we'll like do this or whatever. $50 was, you have to, the person gets to pick a, who somebody who's hosting a tarantula on their head or whatever. Oh my God. Oh, like I would that. do that. I'd do Stuff the tarantula like for sure. Um, I don't want it. I don't but, want it. But this was, uh, <laughs> it was like, if you, if somebody donated a hundred dollars, we'll like feed the, the golden eagle. Oh yeah. Uh, but the <laughs> bird, Tony instead, like, I think the producer maybe thought that it was going to be just like a little piece of flesh, but oh, this no. was like a full no, on dove. I'm scared. It was oh. like a full on dove. <laughs> we a dove. It was like a, was, I am so scared of the animal we discussed earlier that I, <laughs> Oh, no, no. Just you pantomiming, pulling something out of your pocket. I was like, it's going to be that animal. It's going to be that animal. No, it's not. Can you imagine that reveal? That's fine. No, no, no. It was a a dead pigeon. Wait, that's fucked up. I thought it'd be like a rat, which is still bad. But And then again, being like less than a foot away. Yeah. It, I'm surprised it's it, fine with a dead one. It wouldn't want to hunt like a live thing. I just like think just because these meat. have been so trained or whatever, but yeah. it literally like pulled the thing, uh, pulled the pigeon apart from like top oh, to yeah. bottom. And like at, for a second, I was like telling Renee afterwards, it's like I thought I felt like blood like splash on my oh, face. Yeah. Like it was so close to me. Yeah. And, like seeing this like pigeon get oh, eviscerated. He's hungry. I was going to say. I know. He was, he was a sweet boy. But like it still was like I can totally see like. 
if uh, like God. the lineage of like this thing stalking you and yeah. I'm like in my prey form of like, oh, okay, it's fine. So you can eat me. You my know? mom is really into to the raptor birds and all this stuff. And she had a friend who was like a condor trainer. So she's a similar uh-huh. deal. She like would meet all the birds of the big wingspan. <sighs> so I was driving her around somewhere when I was visiting at some point in the past couple years. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to make myself really upset. Um, she was like, look, it's a, you know, red-tailed hawks, whatever the animorphs. She's she's like making me look and I'm trying to drive the car and I'm like, okay, I'll look at the bird and you're pointing out the bird. And the bird has like the animal that I hate in its mouth and it's <gasps> flying across the sky with <laughs> one little eye and like wriggling. Uh, that's some dinosaur shit. But I, I had to, I was like a hazard to be in the car with me because I get so... I've seen those animals while biking and I fall off the bike because I have to close my eyes. I just have like a real, you know, phobia reaction. So driving a car, I was like, I might hit something. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to see what happens. Oh my God. One one time when I was, I studied abroad in New Zealand and when I was. Oh God, I can't go because of the, (laughs) I'm sure in Australia, but I was horrified the whole time I'd see those animals. Oh no, that's, Australia is the worst place to go. They have the, they have the top. It's a great Seven place to go deadly, for like, you know, things you don't like. Yeah. Music. <laughs> well, uh, New Zealand has more birds and less of the other uh, animals. Cool. Yeah. But, and when I was driving, like I turned a corner and there was just like, I don't think it was, I don't even know what the animal it was, but like this hawk or something was like trying to pull this huge carcass off the Wanda. ground the road and I had to like, oh, no. stop or whatever. Actually, it's. I don't know. This is funny because that animal that you don't that like. That I hate, yeah. Yes. I always, whenever I go to museums and stuff, because they always sell the like, the like stuff. plushy ones. Yeah. And I, my dream is to get to buy like 30 of them and like sleep on top of That's them. Oh, I like love that. I can deal with certain cartoon ones of them. Yeah. Yes. But sometimes I can. It's always, it's a crapshoot. And it like, how anxious I am about other things, like impacts how badly I'll react. It's not logical at all. Well, I'm um, trying to think of like what animal I'm scared of the most. I don't, oh, I, bees. Some, in, some insects, I think. I, yeah, I was terrified wasps, of bees as a kid. Wasps, like spiders are fine. I'm good. I'm like in our house. It's like I'm I'm a very pro like no killing spiders. So yeah, it's like I do pu- cup and paper trick while I like yeah. put them in a cup and I put them outside. And things that like my boyfriend is like, like to, to your point, like he hates them. Like so visceral. My boyfriend's the same way, he, and I have to take the bugs outside. Yeah, he like he cannot deal with spiders like at all. Even like looking at one, he has he like jumps back and he's just horrified. But um, but yeah, uh, for me like wasps. I mean bees. I've gotten used to where like I've pushed my own like limits where I'm like I am looking at bees. I'm close to the bee. I like like honeybees and bumblebees. I'm like fine, but yeah. wasps and yellow jackets. I'm like they can leave. I don't need. I don't need this shit. I don't want well, something flying into my can eyes. Can I tell you about my favorite thing I learned last year? Yes. So I went and mixed an album at this place, Sonic Ranch, that's like the largest residential recording studio in the world. And they have a certain kind of insect there that's one of the most painful stings in the world. Like if you if you get stung by it, you're going to have seven minutes of like trying to cut your own hand off. Because <gasps> it's so extreme. So I learned they're there. They're, they generally aren't going to be aggressive unless you're aggressive with them. Um my the person I was working with like spotted one while we were there. I oh, didn't shit. see one, but I learned about something called the. I'm trying to pull it up, but I don't, I don't have service in here, so I'll just have to go from memory. It's called the Schmidt Sting Pain Scale, and there oh, is an what um, entomologist who studies bugs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is one of those, and he um, he basically just experienced every kind of insect bite in his line of work. Oh yeah. And he um, ranked them all by number. And but he also does like really charming reviews of them, like like a sting that's kind of mild. He'd be like, like a thumbtack, you know, in, in your 
uh, toenail like disappointing. Like um, what? If it's like really like, an extreme one, he'd be like, you know, a thousand fire ants like crawl into the hair dryer you've just dropped into your bubble bath. Oh my like, god! Four out of you know four and a half. Um, <laughs> it's like beautifully written, and I he's like a he's like a rock star in the entomological world. Wait, I yes. wonder, is this because there's a guy on YouTube where it's yes. like he sticks his hand I, in yeah. I've heard about this guy. Co- he's Cody like, Peterson. I yes. Oh, yeah. He's like inspired by the Schmidt sting pain scale. Oh, okay. Guy. And they, I, I think, know each other. I it's just feel so like at insane. some point you're just like, you need that to feel alive. And so it's like, instead of, uh, I was this like, guy, a lot of Earwolf Hunt's blue chew, you stick a fire uh, at, <laughs> you know, and you're just like, I'm ready to go. This guy didn't intentionally seek out the insect bites just in studying them. He like, Experience okay. them all and so like cataloged, but I mean, it's like uh, really beautiful to read. It's that's really cool. That's yeah, insane. There's though. something yeah to be said about experiencing these things versus like I'm going to literally like yeah. stick my hand in an ant thing. I mean, I mean, as long as you know you're not going to die from it, because I'm sure you know what I mean. That's the thing is like some of them are just value, like bites, but then you're not. They're not poisonous, but it's just like oh my god, yeah, that's brutal. That's <sighs> so bad. We was going to say speaking of weird creatures or weird bites. At our camp, we had um, Dobson fly? a Dobson fly, which What's is like that? a very you know what rare... my, my YouTube username is? <laughs> it's Dobson fly. Yes. It's a rare... It's like literally an endangered species. It's a, it's a prehistoric bug. Actually, this is... It it's looks kind of insane. Parking. And people that went to Look camp that were like unfamiliar with like the look or, or like what it looked like would be like absolutely horrified. Uh, oh, so wow. So I can look up a Dobson fly for you? Yeah, the male... Oh, wait. The males have bigger... Mandibles and the females. So right? it's, Wait, so it's, the, it's the bite that is... they don't bite at all. I don't think. I don't think the they bite, but they look like they would so like cool. cut your whole finger they, off. Um, so there's like <laughs> sculpting welding at this camp too. And uh, I had a friend who like builds swords and does a lot of bronze casting stuff. Yeah. And people would take the Dobson fly and like create casts of them. Whoa! So that was like a thing people were getting up to all the time. Oh yeah. I'll see if I can find it. Dobson flies are really cool. I mean, it's it sh- truly like you're not supposed to kill them. Not that you, I mean, it would be mean if you did, but it's like you're not supposed to kill them when you see them because they're super in danger. Oh wow. <laughs> they look, they really do look like they crawled out of like amber. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have the like spotted lantern flies here? I don't do think you know so. about these? No. It's um it's a highly invasive species that I forget what country I think it came over in shipments from China. Yeah. Um our our crops can't handle them and they reproduce really quickly and just devastate farmland. Um and they have arrived in Philly and yeah. it's very imperative that they like don't cross over like the river into the Mississippi, must be into Jersey. I don't know. Uh, um, they're just like <laughs> like the whole country's um, supply of produce would be like extremely screwed if <sighs> these um, bugs spread. So they have encouraged people if you see them you're supposed to kill them right away and you're also supposed to report where you saw them so oh, that, wow. but they're impossible to spit right for basically so people have been gleefully killing these like beautiful they're really beautiful looking they have polka dotted wings they're like they orange again? on the other side um spotted lantern fly i think whoa um, but people have been turning them into jewelry because they look so cool whoa here's the dobson fly it has these huge pincers yeah um I don't know how to even describe it. To, it looks like an animated, like, Satan bug. It really does. They're, they're so horrifying looking. And they're huge. Looking. They're, like, this big. Whoa. They're really they're, big. That's, like, the size of my hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, the, those can look be. prehistoric. Yeah. They look very prehistoric. <laughs> but it's, like, I mean, I would think, I don't, yeah, I don't, they don't, I don't know anybody that's ever been bitten by them. It just looks like that they would bite you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're, like, I don't want to take any chances. I think they're yeah. benign, yeah. Yeah, it's creepy, though. I'm like, well, oh, my God. I know. It, that's the idea of invasive species, too. It's, like, you know, they're getting to this point where it's like, well, we got to make the dinosaurs get out. It's like the idea of like, like 
bugs affecting the ecosystem in these like crazy ways. It's like imagine yes. if you had like dinosaurs running around in our mind. Oh my god. I can only imagine. <sighs> I, There's I like, wish. you know, what if there were like five movies that could tell me what that was like? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think that there I I wish that we could just we could go like deep, deep, deep ocean searchings. I do think that there is like really dinosaurs, like, down, dinosaurs there. down there. I'm not kidding. They're hanging out. I mean, not like the the Loch Ness Monster. I used to always believe and I know that's like probably not true or whatever, but I but I want I want to believe in it. But also it's like you want to believe. I yeah. want to believe <laughs> my favorite show, um, which is so good. I just, you know, just to bring it all back, songs that are great to walk on stage to. Love to do X Files theme song. Yes. But we've done Jurassic Park theme song a couple oh, times. And it's really fun to walk on to. Oh, that's, yeah. That's shows yeah, people heard. just get psyched to like not hear, you know, they're you're hearing music, but it's like music of something. Well, it's I like love contrast, that. you know. It's yeah. contrast. That's cool. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, X Files theme song. X Files theme song has been a so good. been a mainstay, but we've done Jurassic Park a few times and it's it's nice. I love well, that. I, I was joking, but I was like, have you written a song about a dinosaur? Like, have I? <laughs> um, we used to run around with our arms like really we short, like we were little dinosaurs. Arms. Could see this, yes, but, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's. I'm sure I have a million pictures from like 2005. It was oh like, yeah, I'll, definitely. I'll send you one. Um, That's hard to play an instrument though. If you're either of us, I guess if you're one of those bass players that plays like this. I have a song that I say trilobite in. I guess that's Ooh. like dinosaur adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ancient creature. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Prehistoric creature. Any. I'm sure we've done <laughs> off book dinosaur references oh, um, i'm yeah. sure if Jurassic park was a real place like would you go no, hell absolutely yeah. not oh wait <laughs> <laughs> different re- responses i absolutely would i won't even go to zoos i'm a, like you know yeah. animal rights vegan i don't wear leather i don't want to i'm bad i, I don't want to see the cloned animals no, I mean, I, suffering at the hands of humans i'm very i would want it to be like a sanctuary situation but we yeah. created them i know but well what if okay what well, i would <laughs> go mr dna i should put it like this there's like a there's a like an instinct to me to be like, yes, I want to go see dinosaurs. So there's that. But then if I'm really like thinking about it from an ethical point of view, if it was like dinosaurs somehow evolved or there's like one island where like they Lost still alive. Kind of thing, yeah. yeah. And then it would be like, oh, there there's it's a sanctuary. They're trying to like, what is your whatever. carbon footprint showing up at this dinosaur island? <laughs> I just don't think there's, an, there's no but ethical wanna, dinosaur consumption. Under I, ca- capitalism i want my own version of when he like bends down and is looking at like the eggs being hatched i also love that scene yeah, where yeah. the eggs are like they're like poking out of the eggs <laughs> it's so good and i i have to say like i love museums but i also oh god i don't like SeaWorld at all but i do love like the monterey bay aquarium i like seeing creatures that i can't see well, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I well, like it's, it's about the like, you know, like whales that were being kept in a space that's equivalent of like being in a coffin. Right. That's like fucked. versus like fish where it's like supposedly. Yeah. The, they've done the work to make sure that, that it's, it's like, like yeah. yeah, there's like conservation efforts and not just like here's someone in a cage. Yeah. yeah. This I, is a like, circus. I went I, we we're talking you lived in New Zealand. I went to Australia. I went to one of the claw sanctuaries and hung out with like the kangaroos and they're all like rescue stuff i feel like okay about it when it's like going to support animals who've been displaced from their homes and don't have a place otherwise yeah oh they uh, that's what i'm about but that's not what happened that's not what that's not what jurassic park is no no these poor (laughs) this isn't a fantasy world where they're like they're like mom i never asked to be born that's how the Uh, dinosaurs feel it would be like a situation where dinosaurs existed and then they started going extinct and then we created a sanctuary for them 
and then I go no, to the sanctuary. What happened instead is we made a lot of other animals <laughs> extinct. And, uh, uh, well, yeah. Then to my my question is like, then if you, because I would be like, if I went knowing the ethical conundrum, I'd be like, well, then they can just eat me at the end, you know? Oh, yeah. that's if, cool. If you were to be, that's very generous. <laughs> that's very generous. And if you were to be, if you had to go out from a dinosaur I say I say you don't have to be eaten you could be like stepped on or something but oh, oh, if you had like to go what, out yeah what, am, what do I want to do dinosaur yeah which dinosaur or how would how? you want to go yeah if you had to be eaten or killed by a dinosaur oh maybe like is... a slow like I think a, a venom that's like slow acting and just makes me kind of high <laughs> until I like, die Whoa. and then they eat me mm, this is you, tough you must I mean you must know this cat fact that was in the news last week which is What's the like ranch where they study body decomposition under different? Oh yeah, just the different body farms across the, body the farms. U.S. And they had um, they basically monitored the the wild cats that live there, and they found that um, there's certain states of human decomposition that cats like really want to eat you. Um, I didn't see this story. <laughs> it's like a bit. This is I mean, it's big enough for me. New story, and the cats will like return to the same corpse over and over again, and like eat from the same part. <laughs> Only during a certain range of like body decomposition. <laughs> oh my god! And as someone who like, I'd love to be buried in one of those mushroom suits where like, oh, that's the mushrooms cool. eat you, and it's like good for the environment. Oh, that's and you, cool. You You're basically like, become fertilizer. I would do that. I too. would be eaten by a dinosaur. I think that's. I think yeah. eaten would probably be best. But yeah. I want to be. I want to, you know, venom to kill me in a way that like maybe I hallucinate until I die. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I You're feel just like, in a state of reverie and yeah. peace. Yep. I think like the smaller the dinosaur, the scarier the death. So I think that like in some ways, if you're getting just like like chomped up and eat and swallowed, it's like quick. Then like <laughs> instead of like like the littles like coming and like doing little bites or like spraying yeah. like a lot of stuff, it would be like brutal. Yeah. I think like also, alternatively, getting stepped on could be kind of like just like a solid it'd be like really quick. scary right before it happens. It would be it'd be really bad before. I would yeah, it would be like um, or you get killed by a herbivore that's just trying to defend its young or something. Oh. Like, triceratops like, <laughs> you know, like I would love like, Oh, or uh, I don't even know. Yeah, that's something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, or like the whipping of the tail. Like the whipping of the tail. Actually, oh, that's fine. Oh, that's good. You Maybe just I see some like airtime before football. I... Yeah, you're just flying through the air, and your and yeah. like your all your bones are broken. What if like what a, if dinosaur... a pterodactyl picks me up? I get to fly. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and then I drop and oh, I get to skydive. See when you see if you see Jurassic World, you'll oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, There's something more... like that in, the, in that movie. Oh. Yeah, I nice. want to like if like a dinosaur tried to like lick me and then like accidentally picked me up with its tongue and then was like and dropped it. and then and then like swallowed it me <laughs> you know what i mean like, but it was like trying to like lick to be like nice i was thinking about like big big dogs you want to be treated yeah. well by the dinosaur before he kills yeah, you. yeah it's like oh uh, a leaf she just I wants want. it all and then it's like let and then i'm like i'm not um, a leaf and then i die yeah is that your final was that your final I think, question i think i think that's, a, that's well, it's we, a good place to end we end with the ending of our lives yeah yeah <laughs> Encounter dinosaurs. I'm into it. Uh, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Sadie. Thank you. This was so yes. much fun. Um, where can people find you? All that good stuff. I'm at sad13 uh, on, on the Twitter, the Instagram, speedyortiz.com. And I have a book out called Mouthguard. Yay. Yay. And, uh, you know, I, I died eaten by a dinosaur that was yes. a cat that kept returning to my corpse. So, <laughs> Dana. Oh loyal, loyal, loyal dinosaur. You can find me at Dana Wickens on Twitter and Instagram and uh, listen, like, and subscribe to all the shows um, Off Book, Factually, Bitch Sesh, Urgent Care, 
what else do I work on? What am I forgetting? I don't know. All the year old shows. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, off book. Yeah, I play drums on it. So you can listen to me. Not anymore. Now that a dinosaur picked you up with its time. But then I got licked up. <laughs> got licked up. I you're feel like I'm forgetting a show that I work on. You're just like drumming in the stomach, you know, like. I did. Oh, That's neighborhood listen fun. also on um, Stitcher Premium. Nice. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Well, thank <laughs> you. Yay. Yay. Thanks so much. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.